Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, God's law is perfect, based on our reading of Psalm chapter 19, verse 7 to 10. Let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of scripture. The Lord of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgment of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than the honey and the honeycomb. If we don't accept the Holy Scriptures as the authentic Word of God, our ability to understand the love of God, the entrance of sin into the world, the great controversy and the plan of redemption will be hampered. In Psalm chapter 19, the Psalmist David reminds us of the importance of the Word of God in helping us to develop a better understanding of God and a deeper relationship with him. David said the following in Psalms chapter 19, verse 7 to 10. We just read that earlier. Since we cannot see God and live, the Bible is our main source of information about God, the great controversy and the plan of redemption. It is the Bible that provides information regarding how the world was created how sin and how sin entered this world. It is the Bible that provides the information on the unconditional love of God. The Bible also tells us about the commandments of God and what he expects of us. Today, David is reminding us that the word of God is perfect and has the power to convert the soul. In 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 1 and uh, verse 2 Peter chapter 1, sorry, verse 20 and 21, the Bible reminds us that knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in all time by the will of man, but holy men speak as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. This passage of scripture reminds us that God moved upon the minds of holy men and instructed them what to place in the scripture. If we believe that God is in control of this world, then we would accept the fact that God would ensure that the scriptures would provide solid information about him, about his love, about the great controversy and the plan of redemption. Do you remember what David said in Psalm chapter 50, verse 10 to 12? For every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle upon a thousand hill. I know all the fowls of the mountain, and the wild beasts of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell thee, for the world is mine and the fullness thereof. For those of us who want to go to heaven, it is very important that we believe in all the words written in the Bible. If Satan can get us to question the authenticity of the Bible, 
then he will be able to plant a small seed of doubt in our minds about the Lord. This seed will eventually grow to a large tree that will destroy our confidence and trust in God. Today, the Lord is reminding us of the fact that whatsoever is written in the Bible reflects the truth about God, the entrance of sin into the world, and the plan of redemption. Matthew Henry, in his commentary on this passage of scripture, he made the following statements, and I quote, One, the law of the Lord is perfect. It is perfectly free from all corruption, perfectly filled with all good, and perfectly fitted for the end for which it is designed, and it will make the man of God perfect. Nothing is to be added to it nor taken from it. It is of use to convert the soul, to bring us back to ourselves, to our God, to our duty, for it shows us our sinfulness and misery in our departures from God and the indispensable necessity of our return to Him. Number two, the testimony of the Lord is sure, incontestably and in and involably true. It is sure what we may give credit to, may rely upon, and may be confident it will not deceive us. It is a sure discovery of the divine truth, a sure direction in the way of duty. It is a sure foundation of living comfort and a sure foundation of lasting hope. It is of use to make us wise, wise to salvation. It will give us an insight into things divine and a foresight of things to come. It will employ us in the best work and secure to us our true interest. It will make even the simple wise for their souls and eternity. Those that are humbly simple, sensible to their own folly and willing to be taught will be made wise by the word of God. Number three, the statutes of the Lord are right, exactly agreeing with the eternal rules and principles of good and evil, that is, with the right reason of men and the right counsels of God. All God's precepts concerning all things are right, just as they would be, and they will set us to rights if we receive them and submit to them, and because they are right, they re rejoice the heart. The law, as we see it in the hands of Christ, gives cause for joy, and when it is written in our hearts, it lays a foundation for everlasting joy by restoring us to our right mind. Number four, the commandments of the God is pure. It is clear without darkness. It is clean without dross and defilement. It is itself purified from all alloy and is purifying to those that receive and embrace it. It is the ordinary means which the Spirit uses in enlightening the eyes. It brings us to a sight and sense of our sin and misery and directs us in the way of duty. Number five. The fear of the Lord is what? Is what? True. 
it is clean clean itself and will make us clean it will cleanse our ways and it is and it endureth forever it is of perpetual obligation and can never be repealed the ceremonial law is long since done away with but the law concerning the fear of God is ever the same time will not alter the nature of moral good and evil number six the judgments of the Lord are true they are grounded upon the most sacred and unquestionable truths they are righteous all consonants to natural equity and they are so altogether there is no unrighteousness in any of them but they are all of a piece end of quote I pray that we will continue to ask the Holy Spirit to help us to trust in the word of the Lord so that we can gain the better or a better knowledge of the love of God, entrance of sin into the world, the great controversy and the plan of redemption. Let us pray. Father, thank you for the word today that remind us that your words are powerful. Help us, Lord, to spend time studying your words, we pray. To Jesus Christ, O oh Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.